Entrepreneur Show, where you take enlightened entrepreneurs, coaches, and influencers together to discuss cutting-edge topics in the world of relationships, culture, business, and spirituality. And here's your host, Miss Carol Boston. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Intuitive Entrepreneur Show. I missed you guys last week. Thank you, thank you, thank you to Jeff Purdue Action Atkins for covering for me. I had the opportunity to do a live keynote at JM Family. For those of you who don't know JM Family, they have more than 5,000 employees. It was a great, great opportunity. And I was excited to be there. But as always, I missed you guys. And for those of you who follow me, you know what? I'm your weather girl. I'm looking out here in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and it is freaking beautiful today. A little bit hot for this time of year, but albeit beautiful and windy. So when you comment in the comments, let us know where you're chiming in from and what the weather's like, where you are. That's how we're going to start off introducing our guest. Jessica, tell us where you're chiming in from and what the weather's like where you are. Oh, okay. Um, I'm from southeastern Pennsylvania, and it's definitely cold and windy outside, but it's sunny right now, which is nice. Fantastic. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about you. We're just a, a short version, and then we're going to dive into some topics, and these topics will allow my guests to see you in your brilliance. Okay. Uh, yeah, I am a psychic medium and healer and certified life coach. And I haven't always been a psychic medium, or maybe I, I have, but I just like didn't know it. Like I didn't know it until just a couple of years ago. And I'm just like super excited to be on this spiritual path. Um, so I know what it's like on both sides of the coin to be on the not so spiritual side and to also be on the very spiritual side. So, and how do you how do you differentiate? spirituality from religion oh religion is like a box that's how i describe it religion is like a box with spirituality you can be yourself without any apologies you there's nothing wrong with um the lgbtq community community but with religion it seems like there is some kind of problem with it and it's like even like with God, religion puts God in a box. Like he's, they're, they're like, oh, well, he only loves you if you do this. Or he's all loving, but he's also, you know, you should be really afraid of him. I'm like, that's, mm. That doesn't make any sense. That's not, that's not how this works. Mm. That's not how any of this works. For I mean, me, in a way. Religion, for okay. me, religion and all of these denominations, um, for me, they're about, ego, right? It's about somebody mm. wanting to be right and somebody wanting to be better, right? So the Methodists yes. said they were better than the Baptists and the Baptists said they were better than the Catholics and, and, and all of that ego that gets involved. So when you're dealing with your clients and folks, forgive me, if you can hear the drilling, I'm going to do the best I can. It's loud here today. Um, and we're going to, let's, let's talk about that for a minute because this has been one of my tests. So let's talk about when your clients are tested or challenged on a continual basis, how do you help them be resilient and continue to show up for themselves? Well, first of all, knowing that, see, okay, all right, at some point in my life, because remember, I wasn't always like this. At some point, I believed there was no God, there was nothing. Um, I, trigger warning, was in a really, really, really dark place where I didn't think I was going to live to see my 27th birthday. Um, but here I am, I'm good now. And just knowing that 
that there is something bigger out there, that there are spirit guides to help you. There are angels, there's God, like all of that is something that is real and everything happens for a reason. Now I know that. I mean, I didn't know that back then, but now I know everything that I'm going through, everything that I have ever gone through that was challenging in any way was to prepare me to be able to help people who are going through the same thing. Mm. So people, when they are going through these problems, it's really for their highest good to go through these situations. It really doesn't feel like that, I know. <laughs> but it doesn't last forever. And that's, that's part of the challenge, right? It's like I tell my clients, you don't get to make emotional decisions. You get to make business decisions in your business. And oftentimes it's challenging to separate that. So when your clients are on an emotional roller coaster as a, as a certified life coach, what is something that you do to help them? Oh my goodness. Well, tapping is definitely very effective. EFT tapping, the emotional freedom technique. I'm not certified in that, but it's very, very easy to implement. What that does is it kind of, uh, turns off the fight or flight response. So if somebody is kind of spiraling or they're experiencing a lot of really strong emotions and they can't really think straight, I will take them through a couple of rounds of tapping, mm. which, and you know, we have to rate um, their, their, the intensity of that emotion before we start and after we finish. And then we'll kind of dig a little bit deeper into like, okay, how can we make this number go down like a little bit more, but it's also totally okay to be feeling the emotions that you're experiencing because those emotions are showing you what your triggers are and where you need to heal and what you need to pay attention to. I totally agree with you on that. And there's not a lot of people that I hear say that, that our triggers are really a gift, right? Because they show us where we get to go inside and heal something so that we no longer continue to be triggered. So yeah. I can tell you even a couple of years ago, I would have said maybe three years ago, I'm not doing this show with all this noise. Today, today I'm like, F you, we're showing up anyway. If you're trying to deter me from showing up for my show, it is not going to work today, right? So we get, to, we get to step into that strength and that resilience. Um, and speaking of strength, I'm interested in hearing, and I bet the audience is too, what was the catalyst? What took you from being there is no God to being spiritual today? Take us through that kind of grid. Um. So try to make a long story into a short story because I'm talking like years long. Okay. Um, I was in a psychologically abusive relationship with a narcissistic sociopath. And he's also actually like a psychopath, apparently. But that was uh, on and off for like six years. So then eventually he got married. Like while we were still living together. But I moved back home with my parents. And uh, I just was like how could how how could god let me go through all of the terrible things that i've experienced with this person there's no way like why didn't he do anything to stop it why would he allow all of this pain and this suffering that doesn't make any sense so now i know looking back there were a lot of signs because my parents didn't like the guy my best friend didn't like the guy. Like there were very many signs and red flags that I were not, that I was not aware were red flags. Um, but anyway, I got out of the situation uh, and I just had no belief, no hope that I was ever going to find anybody to, to spend the rest of my life with. Just was never going to find that. And then one day 
the day before Valentine's Day, I think it was like 2021, there was a an ad on my Facebook newsfeed. It was like, I can draw your soulmate for $20. And it was on sale originally for $200. And I was like, that sounds like a scam. So I went on Etsy, found like roughly the same thing. And this person drew drew like what my soulmate was gonna look like and was able, and th this didn't actually happen, but the way that she was able to describe my relationship with this person made me believe that it was actually possible for me to find love again. The first time in like five years, four or five years that I had actually belief that I could maybe find happiness with somebody or find love with somebody. And then I started looking into psychics and looking into mediums and Reiki and chakras and crystals and numerology and astrology. And I just went down this big rabbit hole. And I was like, this is all so, 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 so cool. And I'm like, I want to be a psychic medium. And I'm like, I don't know if I can just decide that. Can I do that? Can I just like try to be a psychic medium? I went to my first expo my first spiritual expo in edison new jersey like just a few months later it was september 2021 i think and i got a reading with it and i wasn't even planning on going to the expo i got a, an aura photography appointment but the people had moved they relocated to another state but they were like we're going to be at this expo so if you would like you can come to the expo it's over an hour away but you can still get it at the expo and i was like sure i want to do it like let's go and I was like, do you know any readers here who um, who are really good? And they were like, oh, this guy named Artie Hoffman. So I signed up for a reading with him. And the first thing he said to me was, you're going to be a medium. And I was so, 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 so happy. I was like crying, telling me that I was going to be able to talk to angels and know their names. And I'm like, I don't know, how am I going to get there? And, you know, eventually I uh, met Max when I was looking for hypnosis for motion sickness, Max and Janetta Jones, she is my life coach slash spiritual coach slash business coach slash relationship coach. And she is helping me develop my psychic medium abilities. And she is also the reason why I am where I am today. That is an awesome story. Thank you so much for sharing that. And um, you remind me of when I first met Max. I'm gonna tell you a quick little story. Okay. If, if they start drilling again, then I'm going to ask you to talk again and I'll go on mute because I want people okay. to be able to hear. So COVID had <clears throat> just started. We were two or three months into COVID. I had been building my business offline. I didn't want to be online. I didn't want to be on Facebook. I didn't want to be doing this stuff. And I can't remember exactly how I met Max, but we decided we'd have this Zoom chat one day. So there we are on the Zoom chat. And uh, Max kind of leans into the camera and she says, you know, you don't have very many clients right now, Carol, don't you? And I looked at her and I said, I didn't tell you that I don't have very many clients right now. And she kind of rolls her eyes. I mean, she goes, didn't I tell you I'm clairvoyant? And I'm like, no. And she said, I'm audiovoyant. She's all these things. And so I had actually fired a couple of clients right at the beginning of COVID. They just weren't ideal clients. And so I thought this is pretty interesting. So about a month later, maybe two months later, um, we're having another chat. And she says, Carol, you're going to have to just give up that love of only doing one-on-one -on -one private coaching. What do you think I said? I didn't tell you that's all I do. <laughs> she starts laughing. She goes, I told you I'm clairvoyant. She goes, 
you're going to be in front of big groups on big stages and you're going to this transition period in order to do that. So it was quite, quite fascinating. And as a part of my exposure, if you will, um, not only do I have Carol's Courage to Confidence show on my Facebook page, uh, my virtual assistant at the time said, people get to see that you're more than just business. What are you going to do? So I created Carol's Craft Cocktail Show <laughs> and had an absolute blast. And to sum that story up, Max one day sends me a picture in private message in Facebook. And she goes, see, we have the same color hair. And I go, Max, no, we don't. And she goes, isn't yours called Sugar Bomb? And I go, no, it is not. And so that night she showed up without coming on camera. She showed up to the um, uh, Carol's Craft Cocktail Show. And I introduced her to everybody as Sugar Bomb. And that's all they ever called her the whole rest of the time I ran the show. She's a hoot. Nice. And you've met her in person and you live right there. Oh, no. She lives like a an hour and a half away from me. But I do go to kickboxing oh. classes with her sometimes. Oh, um, okay, cool. But she's also like, it's it's not just been the spirituality thing. It's also been quitting sugar and starting karate classes and, you know, doing expos and going on TikTok, posting videos on TikTok, doing TikTok lives. Are you and doing that? Because the TikTok lives, not so much recently. Um, I was doing them for free for for 30 days. And so I was getting a lot of people. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to like start charging because I'm like, I, I can't. I could help way more people if I could have this be like the whole psychic medium doing the reading thing be my full-time job. Mm. Yep, um, but then, you know, like the algorithm kind of mm. messed that up because people were like, eh, I don't really want to pay for reading. So now I'm just like, okay, well, I'll get back onto that eventually, but I just need to focus on um, other aspects of this whole business development. And that's totally fine. You know, right now I'm focusing on healing um, past traumas and self-love, working on self-love, uh, thinking more positively, all those things. Well, here's and, one of the uh, things I would, I would share with you to encourage you. It's not that nobody wants to pay for readings. It's those people who already got it for free. Mm. See, we teach people how to treat us. I want you to oh. think about this. I did that craft cocktail show for 15 months and it was in December. <clears throat> I made two cocktails every week. I weaved it into business and personal leadership training, whatever. And it was in December and I made this cocktail and I took a taste of it and honestly, it didn't taste very good. So I thought it was because I hadn't cleaned my palate from the first cocktail. So I just told my audience, oh, I better drink some water. So I drank some water and we get to the end of the show and I said, let me taste that drink again. And I tasted it and I said, oh, I know why I hate this drink. It tastes like milk of magnesia. <laughs> and I said, it did. It was hard. It was called a white Christmas something. It was horrible. So I said, that one's going down the drain. And one of my recent past clients who lives in uh, Phoenixville, that's not far from you either, is it? Outside of Philly. She's 45 minutes outside of Philly. Um, West. It's over. It's over. It's definitely over now. It's probably like almost two hours. from. Oh, me. is it really? Okay. So yeah. anyway, she puts in the chat. So Carol, how much alcohol have you poured down the drain this year? At least 50%, right? And I started, I went back and started calculating. 
And it was more than 70%. Now, remember, it was in COVID. If I don't like it, I'm not drinking it. Nobody's coming to my house to drink it because it's COVID. And I mm. thought, my goodness. And I'll be honest, I was ignorant about how to do all the hashtag things back in 20, 2021. You know, I could have done hashtag total wine, hashtag Tito's and had everybody doing that. But all of a sudden I thought, now think about this. Earlier, you and I said we get to make business decisions, right? Not emotional decisions. Now, emotionally, I had a blast doing that show. I would have just kept doing it. Business-wise, I thought, wait a minute. I'm spending the time to go to Total Wine. I'm buying the alcohol. I'm spending the time to prep. That show quickly went from a 30-minute show to a 90-minute show. Nobody wanted to go home. I was like, y'all got to go home. I got to cook dinner. And then my cleanup time. So my ROI was in the dumpster for my time, right? So I posted out to the group in, uh, I believe it was in January, middle to end of January, about who would be open to contributing, I don't know, 10 bucks, 10 bucks a month, right? If enough people only did 10 bucks a month, that would at least pay for all the alcohol and whatever. Only one person said they would. Everybody else said, oh, no, no, keep this show like it is and get other people to pay. Think about it. We teach people how to treat us. I kept pouring into these people for free. You're going on TikTok, pouring into these people for free. They're unwilling to see the value. And they're unwilling to yes. invest. Those people aren't your people. That's true. Yeah. You know, it was actually, it was so, it was so exhausting too, especially because like, I cannot tell you how many people, probably like 90% of the people that showed up on my live feeds who would ask me things like, is this person cheating on me? Or things like that. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you even with them if you're asking? Like, or what? I just, mm, I was so annoyed because I'm, I just, I'm like, either you don't trust the person or they're being shady. And if it's either one of those things, then why are you with them in the first place? But just like you said, you went through, you know, why was I with that guy when everybody else, we, oh, all, yeah. we all get to go through it, right? <clears throat> now, yeah. the beauty, beauty, oh, yeah. of it, beauty of it is, is we get a choice as to whether we're going to learn from it or not. And some people don't learn and some people yeah. do, right? So one of the things I help my clients with came from my last toxic relationship, right? Emotionally, verbally abusive. Um, mm. And the short story is, I can't tell you how many times I would say to her, stop disrespecting me mm -hmm. over and over and over. And then all of a sudden, one day it came to me, oh, as long as there's no repercussions for her disrespecting me, other than for me to tell her to stop, it's me that's disrespecting me. My boundaries mm -hmm. weren't, mm -hmm. I wasn't showing enough self-love and my boundaries weren't solid. And it's one of the th very things I get to help my clients with. So we do, That's you're awesome. right. We go, we go through things for a reason. We don't like oh, yeah. it. We don't like it. And uh, sometimes we get to stay in the valley a lot longer than we want. But yeah. for me, for me, <laughs> from my, from my spiritual perspective, and I tell people this, I believe God watches what we're doing in the waiting room. Are you being grumpy in the waiting room? Are you complaining? You know, are you cursing things? Are you turning away from God? Or are you staying faithful in that? There's a reason for this. I'm going to keep showing up, being the person that I am. And it's going to take me through it. Right. So what's your biggest yeah. challenge today in, in growing your business? Is it getting that ideal client? Is it visibility? What is it? 
Oof. Um, probably both. Definitely uh, with getting clients. I'm not 100% sure where to start. I did start a funnel on Facebook where I'm getting um, I'm getting leads, but people aren't signing up for the group coaching course. And I can I can think I can understand because it's a group coaching. It's only like four weeks and it's for self-love. And honestly, realistically, four weeks is not long enough. <laughs> um, definitely not. Like you could at least maybe learn the foundations for self-love, but that whole thing is going to take like a year, maybe more. So, um, yeah, but also, like I said, I'm just working on growing into who I am right now. There isn't really a rush to, to get to where I want to be. Like I have my day job, it pays me enough for me to do the things I want to do. Cool. But I would love, love, love to be able to help as many people as I can. Uh, it's so funny because I'm definitely one of Max's, um, I guess, difficult clients in a way. <laughs> At least that's what she tells me. Like, How she so? says every time, like, one, every time one of her difficult clients leaves, she gets a new one. And that one is me, apparently. Um, I'm not. I'm going to tell you, sure. do, not claim, do not own that. That's that. Do not own that. and Do not claim that. I'm not 100% sure, though, like why I am difficult. It's probably because I, I push back a lot. I eventually do the things that she wants me to do, but I do push back a lot. Like at the most recent expo I did, she wanted me to wear these angel wings. And I'm like, I'm not just some doll you can dress up. Like it was just like, you want me to, you want me to wear what? And so I wore them, but it was actually kind of fun. But also I got more clients because they liked my wings. So that was really cool. I'm like, oh, okay. There's a purpose behind this. That's really nice. Um, so yeah, you get, yeah to sell them what, you get to sell them what they want and then give them yeah. what they need. Right. I mean, I'm also a Taurus. So like being stubborn is like kind of my thing, but <laughs> Well, you said something earlier when you were um, going down your rabbit hole and exploring all these things. And you said, you know, can I be a psychic medium? Can anybody be a psychic medium? Or is that an internal gift that certain people have that they then get to go study and hone? My understanding is not everybody can be a medium, but everybody can be psychic. Everybody has intuition. Everybody has that gut feeling. Like I never really understood what intuition was for a really long time. I struggled with that. But when you can say like, I feel like, I feel like this is a really bad idea or mm. I like, I feel like this isn't going to end well, that is intuition and you can become psychic, but you need to practice. You have to practice using that muscle in order to get stronger. Mm. And not a lot of people are willing to do that. And honestly, I even fight myself with this sometimes because I'm like, I want everything yesterday, please. <laughs> <laughs> But I have to do the work if I want to be as strong as I as I want to be. May I interject so, something? Hmm? Are you open to some feedback? Of course. So we create as we speak. And I teach and train on empowering questions, how to get the answers that you really want uh, and effective communication. So several times, and you just said it, I have to. So I'm going to encourage you to take I have to, I must. I need to out of your vocabulary and you're going to replace it with, I get to. Yes. Because now you're coming from a place of choice and there's power in choice. 
But oftentimes, oftentimes people, I have a client that I'm getting on with at four o'clock and almost invariably at least six to eight times every session, I'll interject. I get to, you get to, because it's, listen, folks, undoing a habit that's been embedded for years and decades. She said it, it takes time. On my other show, I started on Monday um, doing seven questions that you get to ask yourself in preparation for 2024, right? And interestingly enough, my second question that's coming up next week is, how long are you willing to commit for? Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because if you think you're going to get all the results you're looking for in a few weeks or just a few months, that you really get to commit for a minimum of a year. And oftentimes it's two and a half to three years because it takes longer to undo the old things that no longer serve us, right? Right. So you're on the right track with, you know, that four weeks isn't enough. But yeah. perhaps, for, perhaps four weeks, perhaps you could rename it so that it doesn't give this big benefit that's really not doable mm -hmm. in four weeks, get a smaller benefit. And that becomes your feeder program into your long-term coaching. Right. Yeah, no, I've definitely read that before about about changing the way you speak to like, I choose to do this, like, you know, me mm -hmm. going to work every day, like I choose to go to work. I choose to like what I do, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Oh. Again, it's part of the working on the uh, negative, the negativity, like I'm definitely a lot more positive now than I was a few years ago, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, there's always work. That's fine. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're supposed to be working for the rest of your life. So <laughs> if you end up, if you end up done with this, with this inner work, then I don't know. Do you die? There's no, there's no, there's no, you're either, <laughs> you're either growing or you're dying, right? There's no yeah. sitting in the middle doing nothing. Well, this right. has been fascinating. We're coming up toward the end of our show. I'd like you to tell us real quickly, who is your ideal client and how can they reach out to you and get in touch with you? My ideal client is somebody who is willing to do the work. My ideal client is someone who really, honestly, who uh, is very is interested in spirituality, isn't really going to like turn the idea of that down because that definitely is kind of an important part with the whole self-love thing. But I want to help people who struggle with their self-love or their self-worth, their self-respect, things like that people who are willing to make that change for themselves, people who are willing to learn how to say no and set boundaries. Mm. And if they want to reach out to me and get that help, um, I am on Facebook, Jessica Kozlowski Psychic Medium. I'm on Instagram, Psychic Medium Jess K, and TikTok is also Psychic Medium Jess K. My email is uh psychic medium jessk at gmail.com and uh yeah so very many ways to reach out to me and also my phone number for like business purposes if you want to give me a call or a text because I can do testing too 484-665-2203. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. And before I close it out if you could leave our viewers with just one thought, one succinct thought, what would you tell them? Like something that makes them think, makes them question. 
whatever you want to anything to okay um one thought what one thought comes up for you what what do you want in life but deep down you feel like you don't deserve mm. that's what you need to work on they don't need to they get to they get to you get to work <laughs> on that uh, if you feel like you don't deserve money then explore why do you feel that way yep what's underneath that right mm -hmm. thank you thank you so much for being on the show jessica I know Thank you so been, much for having me. You're quite welcome. I know it's been valuable uh, to the audience. If you're watching this on hashtag replay, let us know hashtag replay. Reach out to Jessica. And I always let ask you, if there's a topic you want me to cover or bring in somebody to uncover, please let me know. You know, this is an open forum. We love having you here. The one thought I'm going to leave you with today is take the next step. I believe God only gave me a lamplight for my feet because I get to trust in the process and just take the next step. Come back next Wednesday. Who knows who's going to be here, but I'll be here. I love having you here. And until then, blessings to each and every one of you. Make it a great week. Thank you for listening to Into the Entrepreneur Show. Brought to you by Life Coach Today Magazine. Empowering your health, your business, your community, your life. Check out the latest issue today at lifecoachtoday.com. Everyone here at the True Awesome Network asks you to please subscribe, like, comment, and spread awesome.